Welcome to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast, hosted by Craig Phillips and Jeff Torrey. Visit us at FantasyFootballProfit.com. And now your hosts, Craig and Jeff. Welcome everyone to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast. I'm Craig Phillips, joined as always by Jeff Torrey, and it's now we're heading into week 14. So we've got week 14 waiver wire. So if you're in the playoffs and you need something for this week, We'll try to help you. I'll say that. We'll try see what we can do. There's not a lot out there. I mean, I have probably one guy that's my top for the week. Other than that, it's kind of slim pickings this week. So we'll just jump into this thing. How about, okay, Jeff, I'll say my top guy for the week. I think it has to be Dante Pettis with how he's been playing the last couple of weeks. I think if you need a wide receiver, I think it's Dante Pettis. I think you'd play I would go him as my top this week. I don't know how you're feeling about Pettis. Yeah, no, I, I would agree. And I think he has the most upside. And I think this is one of those picks, too, uh, we mentioned before. But if you do have a league where you do have keepers involved or a dynasty, this is a guy, even if you're out of the playoffs, you should go and pick up just so you have the option. But, yeah, he's done really well. And I think um, every other guy really, and once again, the 40% owned or less, um, you know, you kind of know where they're sitting. You, they don't offer a whole lot of upside. You know, this would be just filling points. I think Pettis actually does have a, you know, a possibility of getting you uh, more points, having a higher ceiling. I don't think we've really seen everything he can do yet. No, and he's only only 2.2% owned right now, so he's definitely out there for you. But, yeah, he's he didn't get a chance to show much this year, you know, being hurt the whole season. He could have Definitely broke out early. I mean, it's the first game of the year, he had two for 61 in the touchdown. And then one for 35 in week two before he got hurt. So he was he was pro- he was kind of productive early. And the injury, you know, stopped that. But he's been good, and I think they're going to keep using him. So he would be my number one ad. Then, not really sure. <laughs> I think wide receiver-wise, I think I would go Curtis Samuel as my second one. You know, he's been involved in the offense and they're just finding ways to give him the ball. So I, I kind of think I'd go Curtis Samuel here as possibly my second one. There's not, there's a lot, because otherwise you have the same names that are out there every week that you don't want to trust. Like, okay, all of a sudden Devontae Parker scored a touchdown last week. I don't want to use him. Or there's Jordy Nelson came back from doing nothing. Or Christian Kirk did a couple, we got a couple catches again. But no, I think it's going to be Curtis Samuel for me. Yeah, really after after Pettis, uh I don't have any strong conviction one way or another. I think he is a a valuable guy. Um he's been putting about, you know, 10 points up the last 3 weeks. Um so yeah, I think he would be a good number 2. Not someone I you know, if you're going into the playoffs, not someone I fully, you know, endorse, but at the same time, it is pretty slim pickings out here. And and you said why? I mean, there's no one out here that I feel great about so he would be that second tier if you will yeah okay is there anybody else well who else who else is uh even on your radar right now <laughs> it's very low <laughs> to be honest um and really this late in the season I, I i don't even want to throw someone on my bench in order to no. wait and see because otherwise you know you could talk about you know michael gallup you know that nope. dallas offense starting to get going is he going to do something that would be, you know, a question I have, but I'm not going to wait around and see for the final three, you know, three weeks. Um, 
and everyone else has kind of failed pretty miserably. You know, you you're hoping John Ross would do something with the absence of Green and him going down again, but he didn't do anything. Um, so I can't trust him. Um, and the other guy, like you had already mentioned, but Devontae Parker would be on my radar. But yeah, I've 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 just blown through all my trust I can possibly give the guy. So I'd be going very hard after Pettis, and then I think Samuel will be number two. After that, uh, but- poof, I, I, it gets really rough. I think maybe even, you know, maybe a Christian Kirk. I mean, Mike Williams. Knowing that really inspires a whole lot of faith. But those are the guys left. And then, yeah, there's really just not much there at running back wise. There's really not much there. It's maybe if, if Matt Breed is out and you are desperate and need a, need a running back start, I think you might have to throw in Jeff Wilson Jr. from San Francisco. Went 15 for 61 this past week. I think that's about the only option for me. I guess you could, I mean, if you're desperate, you need a player, you just need someone in your lineup. You've been, if let's say Melvin Gordon's still out next week. I mean, are you going to go, would you go Jeff Wilson? Okay, or if Gordon's still out, I think you might go then Justin Jackson. Would you trust Justin Jackson? He went eight for 63 and got a touchdown. So maybe that is the play if like Melvin Gordon's out. I'm trying to think of a scenario where you could possibly be hurting that much at running back. <laughs> maybe. Right. I mean, would it yeah, be he, Justin would, he would definitely be up there. Yeah. I mean, you, you think it would have to be. And, and the way that he performed today with only eight carries, you think that they could work him in a little more. If he doesn't get that touchdown, he doesn't, he has a very lackluster, you know, day. But, um, the way that they use him and Eckler, you know, in tandem, I think that it would, I think that would be safe to say he'd probably be the safest bet. I mean, other than that, I mean, once again, very slim pickings, but the, I mean, unless you kind of play Russian roulette with the Seattle running backs and you go Rashad Penny again, um, you know, that would be another option. I mean, Penny is, if, okay, if, if Carson is out, I mean, it, Penny probably is a, probably is the play. If you're desperate, it's again, this isn't going to be something I feel even com- slightly comfortable with, but in, you know, there's a chance that he gets 20 carries all of a sudden if car, if Carson's out and he, he would, he could definitely perform well with those carries. It's not something I would be surprised to see, but yeah. And, and once again, uh, we're just kind of waiting for it. I mean, once again, too late in this season, I'm, I'm not going to like uh, take any risk. But, you know, throughout the whole season, you're kind of waiting for their number one draft pick to kind of come into his own. They can actually put him in that primary running back position. It hasn't happened. This might open the door finally to kind of get him going in the right direction, moving on into next year. But we'll find out. But, yeah, he would probably be my number two um, and number one if, you know, obviously if Melvin Gordon is able to return. So really what I'd probably recommend for this week is you go pick up handcuffs if you're in in the playoffs. I might just go pick up some handcuffs. Go pick up, I mean, who else? Go pick up Malcolm Brown if you're a Gurley owner. Go pick up Wayne Gallman if you're a Barkley owner. You know, t- those types of players. Maybe even a Rod Smith if you're a Zeke owner. You know, try to just go through, pick up some handcuffs, and get rid of some of the, you know, players on your bench that you're never going to use, like Deshaun Jackson. <laughs> Right, yeah, that's what I did. I got rid of he, he was he was hurt anyway, but I I got myself some handcuffs because take get rid of some of the players you'll never play. So if there's an injury, what you're going to do is you're going to plug in that guy, you know, plug in the backup. 
And I think that's probably the more helpful <laughs> advice for this week is, I mean, chances are you've already done it. Maybe you, maybe you already got some handcuffs, but I think that's a better option than some of the guys that are out there this week. Just isn't much. Tight end-wise, it really isn't a lot. I guess if you were an Olsen owner, maybe you go pick up Ian Thomas. And if you absolutely need somebody to play, because he, I mean, he stepped in and he, uh, let's see, what it was his numbers there? He had five for 46. So it's sad that we see five for 46 at a tight end now, and you think, oh, that's not bad, right? Yeah, there would be someone that would be middle of the pack. Yeah, and it's, if, if you lost him, I mean, that's, I mean, you could still maybe go the Chris Herndon route or something like that, but there's just not a lot. Jonu Smith, he didn't really do much, only two for 29. There's not, not much. For some reason, I always want to, even though he did nothing, Gerald Everett, I just always feel like getting a, you know, a player in that kind of offense is always a good move, but he hasn't really done a lot. But yeah, yeah. I'd probably go Ian Thomas over a lot of these guys. Yeah, I mean, uh, sadly enough, yeah. I mean, I think it would that would be the question. I think between him and Herndon of, of people that would be available for that forty percent, which one of those two would you feel better about? I'd go Thomas. Thomas, I really would. I think I feel more comfortable with him. Um, don't know why. Just gut feeling, I guess. No real, nothing really to back it, but more of a gut feeling. I feel pretty, pretty, pretty decent about him. But how about we look at some maybe streaming quarterbacks for this week? See what we have if you need need somebody to play. You got, okay, you got Lamar Jackson against Kansas City. You interested in that one? I, I tell you the truth, I, I don't want to rely on that. I really don't. But it does stand to reason that they're going to put up a lot of points, KC will. And even if he's not having a good passing day, he will have to run around, and he probably will create some points for himself doing that. And heaven forbid he actually catches fire and throws a couple touchdowns. You could be looking at a big day. But then again, you know, he, you know he, he's been okay, but he hasn't been lighting you know, the fantasy world on fire by any means. So I, he probably wouldn't be my first option. But I know that QBs are going to be very thin right now. And if people, especially people have a few on their bench, he might have to be the guy that you go with. I think, okay, you got Baker then. Baker Mayfield against Carolina. Carolina has been down on the list against quarterbacks so far this year. Baker didn't have the greatest fantasy output this past week, 15.9, but he still threw for 397 yards. And a touchdown, I said that he had the three picks. I feel I feel pretty good about Baker yet. I you know the three picks are, hurts, but that's his bet. It's a rookie. He's going to have those kind of games every once in a while. I feel pretty decent about Baker. I think I'd go Baker Mayfield over Lamar Jackson if I had to. I would too. Pick a guy this yeah. week, and and both of those guys. I mean, they're they're about at fifty percent. Yep. Um. So it, whether or not they're available, I don't know. But yeah, I think Mayfield is safer than Lamar Jackson. I think he's shown enough where he can produce simply by throwing. Um. I mean, other than those two, Josh who, Allen. we've been talking about quite a bit. That's right. So, I mean, is that someone that you're really looking at? I mean, he's going to be going against New York Jets, which, you know, he didn't get to, they didn't get to see him in week 10. So they don't really know how to game plan for him. He just had two monster games rushing. Yep. Jets don't scare me. I mean, do you feel good about that matchup? I don't know if I feel, I feel decent about it. I just, <laughs> you know, it's, <laughs> it could blow up on you at any time. This Josh Allen thing, he could easily do nothing, throw four picks, 
Right. I, I, I worry about the I, fact that perhaps his rushing will fall off, right? Like, how it, it's very difficult to, because he hasn't done it the games before, right? He hit 39, 10 rushes for 39 yards that did result in two touchdowns back in week three. But the last two weeks have been incredible. I mean, 13 carries for 99 and a touchdown, and then against Miami, nine for 135. He doesn't have those numbers. I mean, you take away 10 to 16 points, whatever it may be, and he is very average. So if he's not rushing, it, it, it does scare me that that could disappear in, in an instant. That it just scares me. That's honestly that scares me. I don't I don't know how sustainable those rushing yards are. And that's what's keeping him as a fantasy option right now. So I honestly I feel more comfortable. I'll feel more comfortable with Baker Mayfield than I will Josh Allen. And not everyone's going to feel that way, but I do. I, I feel more comfortable with Baker Mayfield, and I think those numbers are more reliable than that rushing. It just until I see it consistently every week after week after week after week for you know a while, I don't trust it. I I, I just can't draw 135 yards rushing. That's crazy. I just man, I can't throw Josh Allen as my starting quarterback in the fantasy playoffs. Yeah, that would take a. <laughs> uh, you'd have to have a pair on you in order to, in order to right. pull the trigger on that. Uh, so say if, I mean, because really, say whatever for whatever reason you don't have a QB, right? Baker Mayfield, Lamar Jackson, they're owned in fifty percent. Say they're both gone. Oh God! If 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 those guys are gone and you had a you know you had to take just a hail mary approach, which one of the guys you know after that? I, it, like, a, I think I would go Allen go then because then it's like you're picking between like. What, Josh Allen or like maybe Derek Carr. Right. And I don't trust Derek Carr. It could He could have a good game, but, you know, what is – I'd rather just take the – at that point, I probably would just take the the huge upside play and just go Josh Allen. I'd rather play him. I'd rather play Josh yeah. Allen and lose than play Derek Carr. What about uh, Mariota? So yeah. he's going against Jacksonville. Yeah. Not a great matchup. It's the Jacksonville but, thing. After seeing okay. what they did to Luck, I couldn't do it. It, it just it scares me completely now. And you know how Mariota is the one who can definitely fall down and do nothing. Yeah, he's been completely one or the other this year. He has, I, I give him this, he has definitely stepped up the second half of the year. Four out of the last five games have been very good, but that low game, 3.1, that is the like the key element of why, especially going against a, a defense who can step up against Jacksonville, why I just can't, I, I, I think I would rather take a risk on someone like Allen. Yep. I definitely because I, I can't take a three point in the playoffs. No, no. And that's what I feel like could happen from Mariota for sure. But, okay, how about we end this off with some defenses? See who we like. Because there's a couple of them out there that are I think are interesting. Before, when we were going through this, it used to be you'd want to definitely play the defense going against the Bills. Allen has kind of changed that a little bit. But... I think I still kind of I think I still like the Jets this week against the Buffalo Bills because you know it could just blow up at any time. And let's see, Miami had nine against Buffalo despite Allen, you know, putting up a good fantasy output. Would you? Okay, here's the here's the question. But this, I think I know the answer. Would you rather go Jets defense against Buffalo or Bills defense against Jets? Oh, um, yeah, I would rather, I would actually rather go Bills. Yeah, I figured, I think that was, I think yeah. I would too. I think I would rather go, I think I'd rather go Bills D. So I think I'd go rank them Bills. I still like to play the Jets, but I think the Bills are the better play. 
slightly better. Um, I'm trying to think, that's a yeah. I think the Bills are probably, even though I mean they've been they've been pretty decent, but Bills, Jets, yeah, that's a. Who else down here would you even play? It's Bills, Jets, and maybe okay Titans against Jacksonville. That's probably a pretty good one. Would you go Titans against Jacksonville over those two? Uh, yeah, I, I like Titans D, and I hate Jacksonville's offense. So, <laughs> so yeah, Titans really have one bad game. I was going against Indy. Um, they, you know, they haven't been dominant by any means, a stretch of the imagination. But I think Jacksonville is just bad enough, and they're coming off a decent game against the Jets. So, I, I think that one is relatively safe. I, I don't see. Do you see any that could result? Whether or not it's a risk, do you see any that could result in possibly a big game? Like if you were, if you had to guess which one was actually going to get you the most points, even if they came with the most risk, who would that be? I mean, okay, there's one. I mean, I'll go further down, but before I say Steelers against Oakland could be a good one if they're available, but Steelers could be taken about fifty-seven percent. But honestly, it's possible that the Lions could do well against the Cardinals. That's a big risk. And it's if all these other defenses are taken, but the Lions going against the Cardinals could be a pretty good one. Or honestly, even the Cardinals against the Lions. One of <laughs> one of those defenses could, you know, have a pretty good game. I've tried to figure out in my mind who I think would actually be the better one. And the Lions have been pretty poor. And defenses have done pretty well against the Lions. I mean, ugh. That's the tough one. Cardinals or Lions? Which defense would you rather play against each other? Oh, that That is really rough. I think, sadly enough, I think I actually lean towards the Lions defense. Uh, I think they've been a, a little more consistent, even though, you know, just points-wise. I mean, they've went Carolina-Chicago Rams, right, the last three games? Yep. Uh, all three of those can put up points, right? Obviously, the Rams can. And they went 5-7-2. and two. And now you're going to play Arizona, who is a very lackluster offense. So I, I think that I like them slightly better than what the Cardinals bring, even though, you know, they're going to be home, um, you know, compared to them. I mean, you look at, they went Oakland, Chargers, Green Bay, who, yeah, I mean, Chargers can put up points, but they went three, negative one, and two. So just thinking about how they're playing in the small stretch, I think Detroit is a little better of a play. What, I mean, what do you think? Yeah, do you I, agree think, or? I think they are slightly, um, but I think... There is some options for you this week. I mean, those are your desperate options is playing the Lions or playing the Cardinals. But, you know, there's some de- – it's the Bills, the Jets, Lions, Cardinals. You, there's a, they're not terrible options. I mean, you're not playing like the Dolphins against the Patriots or the Cowboys. Maybe – I mean, the Cowboys – there we go. Cowboys against the Eagles. Cowboys have been really good defensively lately. It hasn't turned <laughs> into a big fantasy number, though. They've been – very good real life defense. Yeah, but the fantasy number hasn't been huge. So that's my worry with them. True. Also, I mean, what? How much? Uh, what are they ranked right now? So, yeah, they, I mean, really, after that huge game, you know, they're only owned what thirty two percent. Yep. Yep. And they were up there. They got dropped eighteen percent of league. They got dropped an eighteen percent of league going into the New Orleans game. But they performed. They were really, really good. Just. I mean, Philly could always go off for something. They haven't been great this year, but you, you always could expect them to do something. So I think I'd still rather have the other ones 
Um, but right. the Cowboys are but, a fine option if you need somebody. I think they're a safe option. They're not going yeah, to I, I, hurt you. I agree. And and really, if you look at how they've played against Philadelphia in the past, they did play them week 10. It was at Philly, and they did still put up four points. Not huge. But like you said, that safe play, I, I think you're right on the money with that one. And another one that I think uh, a defense that is starting to play better and better, once again, they're going to be ranging up at that 56%. So it's really a, a coin flip whether or not they're available. But I, I like the way the Patriots are playing, yep. and they're about to go against Miami. Um, last two games, eight and 10 after that bye, it was the Jets in Minnesota. So keep in perspective. But once again, I just feel like it's the Patriots getting into kind of playoff mode. Yep. Well, I'll say, and if, and if this, okay, if the Broncos are available, they're owning 60%, but if they're available in your league, I think I would pick them over all these teams playing against San Francisco. They've been playing really well. I think I'd pick Broncos over most of these other options, but chances are they're gone in your league anyway. I think um, they they should be a pretty pretty good play. Or how about even Jacksonville's been dropped in a lot. They're playing against Tennessee. They're in sixty five percent of leagues. They put. I don't know if, though if I trust them. Actually, as weird as that is, even though what they just did to the Colts, they've been pretty poor before that. So, no, oh, that was a crazy one. But all right, that's about it. That's about all I got. I, I, one last question, actually, yeah. because we're about to hit the playoffs. It's a very difficult decision to think. A good defense against a good offense. So if you do have Baltimore as a defense, they've been tearing it up, right? The past two games have been insane. Cincinnati, one point. Oakland, Atlanta, 18-15. Obviously, they can struggle on offense, but they're about to hit at KC. Yeah. Do you think about sitting Baltimore, even though they're what they're ranked as the top 10 defense easily? Um, or, or do you go off and take a risk on one of these other guys? I think I might take a risk on somebody else because I'm in the same I'm in the same situation. I've had the Bears D playing against the Rams, and I haven't I don't know how to answer this yet because I haven't made the decision myself yet. Um, it's tough to play. I I can't trust the Ravens against again, especially at Kansas City. I can't do that. There's I and I think this week there are enough other options. You know, I mean, most weeks there might not be a great options, so you just roll with it. But I think this week there are enough options that are solid. I think you just take one of the others because, yeah, you can't go against Kansas City. It's just, it's not a, it, the only team who's done anything against Kansas City this year, fantasy scoring wise. It, it's funny, it, the one game that they, it was, it was the Rams game. And all those points were scored. <laughs> it's, it's, you know, just because it's the two fumble recoveries and the two touchdowns. Other than that, this is this is what Kansas City's done to other, you know, to the defense. Minus six, minus two, minus five, zero, four, minus three, minus three, zero, minus three, four, and then the eighteen there against the Rams. But that's uh, that's um tough. Say that. <laughs> yeah, as a dominant performance. Well, and then another negative three this week was another negative three. Right. Yeah. So I, I totally one hundred percent agree with you. I, they're the one team that completely scares me off. What about? Okay. Um, would you what would you do with the Bears against the Rams? How do you feel about Tell that? The truth, I I don't like it, but I guess it depends on what teams are actually available. But I would there would be a very good chance that I would actually still start the Bears. The Rams scare me considerably less than KC does. Um, the Rams are good, but you know without Cooper Cup, if they grind it out and run the ball, 
um, I think it does give them some more options. I don't think that they're going to be as dominant, right? Score 13, 14, 28 points like they have in the past. Um, but I do think that it would be safe. And I think that the other teams that you're going to be able to get would probably be that without maybe an upside of uh, interception for a touchdown. So I, I would still lean towards starting Chicago, even though it's against the Rams. Uh, but it, it all you know all depends on maybe a really good defense got dropped that we're not talking about, right? That's owned in 70% of your league. Yep. Uh, I mean, you do have them, right? So are you leaning towards playing them or are you leaning towards going out and getting someone else? I don't know yet. <laughs> I, okay, I have the Bears. I own the Jets actually right now. I picked them just because I wanted to see how they would do and how Buffalo would do. So the Jets against Buffalo are an option. Haven't decided yet. In our league, the Jaguars are available going against mm-hmm. Tennessee. It's interesting. Um, that is going to be uh, – that. that's a flip of the coin, too. Is yep. Which Jacksonville team is going to show up? Because literally, yep. I, I love how this goes. It goes, they scored seven, then negative two, eight, negative one, yep. 17. And you're going against Tennessee, who probably is not a very good offense. But Mariota has been doing well the past couple of games. So, you know, that, that could be a very great victory for you, or it could be a just a, you know, dagger in the heart. Uh, we'll see. I haven't, I'll have to make my decision at some point, but I don't know. We'll see. All right. I think that'll do it though. Do it for waiver wire. We'll be back tomorrow. Let me have some mailbag questions, go over some different listener questions. So if you are in the playoffs and you need some start sit help for this week, definitely get your questions into us, you know, go on Twitter at the FF profit or Instagram fantasy football profit or email us fantasy football profit at gmail.com. Get your questions in. We'll definitely try to do our best help you out hope we get you a first round victory in the playoffs but all right we'll talk to you guys tomorrow